having a budget first and foremost is the first thing they want to talk about. So you need to have a budget. Like if you don't have a budget and you're just spending money, all your money is coming into one bank account and all of it's going out and you are not saving any money, that's causing you stress. And so we want to remedy that by having a budget. There's all different kinds that you can use. But before you ever even get to that point, Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Hey, hey, it's Polly from Horatio Printing. Do you know what time it is? It's officially planner season. Woohoo! Our 2024 dream planners are officially out. They are selling out. So make sure you go grab yours. I have a very special code just for you guys over at the Systemize Your Life's podcasts. I'm a huge fan of Chelsea Joe. She actually um, partnered with us to really recreate part of our planner to implement her training and her systems into this planner. And we have a code for you today, Chelsea 20. That's C-H-E-L-S-I 20. You can use that at checkout to get 20% off. I created this planner to help you really get organized so you can start balancing it all and really dreaming big for the new year. I know you guys are all about systems and making sure that you're productive and just getting your life in order. And I can't think of a better tool than a planner. So head over to HoratioPrinting.com, grab a planner. We also have devotionals and new journals in stock. You can get 20% off your entire cart with the code Chelsea20. Just want to come over here, bless you guys today, and I hope that you love it. Have a wonderful rest of the day and the best is yet to come. I feel like an eternity has gone by since the new year kicked over. And I don't know if it's because I've been prepping for a new year since, you know, December-ish, looking forward to what's been going on and what will be going on in my company. And just, I got my new planner for 2024 a while back and I've just been sitting on it, looking forward to it and dreaming dreaming about things that me and my family are going to do this year. But it is still January and that is a good thing. There are so many wonderful and beautiful things to look forward to. And as you know, the month of January, I have been celebrating and bringing to the podcast all the things that I do in my life to prepare for a brand new year. Today, we are going to be talking about all things a better budget. Finances have a killer system for this. It is probably 
One of my favorite, what I would consider marriage systems of all time, although you don't have to be married to use this by any means. I think that if you're single, you should totally use this. And I wish that I had used this when I was younger, but there has been a lot of questions about what I do for my finances and our finance journey, which I'm going to share a little bit about with you, just kind of how I came to this place with the system that I use now currently, which you, I will just say this right out of the gate. You can a hundred percent get spreadsheets, the video explaining the whole thing, all the stuff. Spreadsheet is locked and loaded with formulas. I teach you exactly how to use it in your life to be able to take everything that you're going to learn from this episode and like immediately get to work with it. I'm talking like get started on that thing ASAP by going to chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L. It is one of the features and bonuses that comes with your VIP access to systemize your life, which is really fun. So if you have questions about that, always feel free to come over and pop me a DM. Most of the time it is me that is responding to you. Sometimes we have interns in there helping. Um, but I'm so happy to chat or you can drop it in the Facebook group too. But what I'm going to talk about today are these three really important steps to be able to save more and argue less over your 2024 finances. So what Belina and I ended up finding out, and funny story, actually, when him and I were dating, he was basically like every time we hung out, it was like an interview for like marriage. And I was like, so with that, because I had a daughter, um, he had never been married and he was just actually being very wise uh, with what he was doing with this life unlike, you know, some people, right? And all of the other men that I had dated and just had never experienced that before. So I was like, whoa, he's like very serious about this as we should be. Um, my hindsight 2020, right? <laughs> like, uh, duh, this is something that I can't wait to teach my kids. Like, care about things that are really important when you're dating, which is obviously not what we're talking about. But one of the things that he asked me was about finances and it like shook me and it was not even in a bad way, but it, it spoke volumes about the fact that he already had his act together and he was extremely wise with his money. And I have no shame I had no shame and I was like, no, I don't have my act together. Like that's not a thing. I spend money. I like to spend money. I don't love to save money. I like the idea of it, but I don't do it. And I mean, that's not how the conversation went, but like he just was very clear and was like, hey, how would you feel about me managing the money? I'm like, I would love that. <laughs> that sounds blissful. <laughs> Take all my money, do whatever you want with it. No, that's not what I said, but I was like, heck yeah, you know, anyway. So that's kind of what set me on this path. And of course, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. But I still want to know what the heck's going on, you know. And so me being super systematic and when I came into my own business and I was managing the finances for my company, I, for a little while, kind of did it haphazard. And then once it actually started making money and we started getting more students, I was like, no, I can't be trusted with this. I need to learn how to do this. So I became very well acquainted and learned the entire profit first system. And if you're running a business, you should definitely go check out Mike McCallowitz. It is a book 
that teaches you profit first. And that's his system for organizing finances. Well, while I was learning that, Blaine and I were trying to figure out our finances. And so what we both quickly learned is that having finances when you're single and don't have kids and can work a ton of overtime is very different (laughs) than when you become a husband and you are married and all of your money goes to feeding starving children, aka our children, and a wife that is very girly and likes girly things and he loves to play and we love to have fun and we love life, right? And so budgeting just became very different when tracking two debit cards or two credit cards or whatever and now Christmas doesn't cost $500, it costs you know, $2,500 or whatever it was, it just was a whole different ball of wax. And so we sat down. We've never argued over finances. That has never been our thing. We have other things that we argue about, but it is not finances. It's always been very easy for us to just sit down and have a conversation. And this was a topic that we brought to every single marriage retreat until we flushed it out, until we figured it out. And now It's not part of our marriage retreat. It's something that we sit down in January and we look over and we do. And that's why I'm bringing it to you today is to talk about what is it that you need to do in order to make sure that you and your spouse are not arguing over the finances, that you are aligned, okay? And that alignment is going to allow you to save more money. And that's really the biggest thing for Blaine and I right now is how do we save more money? How do we save money? How do we save money? What are we actually intending to spend money on and not intending to spend money on? And it's he, my husband comes from a very Dave Ramsey background and we did paper envelopes for a long time. My system is a beautiful merge of Profit First from Mike Michalowicz and the paper envelope system from Dave Ramsey. I literally hybrided them and I put them together. And now we have created this magical system where we type in our income, spits out what percentage we need to put in every single envelope, but it's actually electronic. We've got a couple different debit cards. When I need something for the kids, we go swipe the kids card and it's like already set. There's no more like, oh my gosh, you spent $300 at Target on kids clothes There's none of that. We know how much we're budgeting. I know how much I'm supposed to be spending or not. And it's like that all the way across the board because of this one meeting that we have. And so really what I'm going to talk to you about today is something that you're going to want to do with your husband or yourself if you are doing your own solo finances. So Having a budget, first and foremost, is the first thing I want to talk about. So you need to have a budget. Like if you don't have a budget and you're just spending money, all your money is coming into one bank account and all of it's going out and you are not saving any money, that's causing you stress. And so we want to remedy that by having a budget. There's all different kinds that you can use. But before you ever even get to that point, you're going to want to sit down and have this really critical meeting that can actually be a lot of fun. And so today, my goal is to give you the three steps and what needs to happen to make that successful. I know that not every single wife or husband is going to have major buy-in in this process. And so the next thing that I want to do is talk to you about how you can actually get this meeting to happen. And then I'm going to tell you what to do at the meeting to make sure that you are not having arguments over your finances all year and actually can make saving money possible. So how can you make this meeting happen? Either 
you don't really want to do it or he doesn't really want to do it. Maybe you both want to do it. Cool. Great. There's a lot of roadblocks that come up. We don't have a sitter. How do we do this? Blah, 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 blah. There's so many different excuses that you can throw out this, but you got to make it happen. You got to make it work. Now we're not talking marriage retreat style by any means. Although Blaine and I were like, we should definitely do this over like a two day stay because we tried to do it with like six hours and then a couple more hours, but we flushed out a lot. I don't mean to scare you. This does not need to take six hours, but we flushed out so many things and we really got down into the nitty gritty, like every single dollar that we want to spend. Here's a great example of some of the nitty gritty. Obviously you can get way down into the weeds with this, or you can stay like totally surface. So which I'll explain to you in in a few minutes, but getting to a meeting can be as simple as having time at the end of the day. Depends on if your husband is the type where he gets grumpy or fussy or you get grumpy or fussy when you get tired, not the best time to do it. Make it for a weekend. Anything that you can do to have uninterrupted time without your kids is going to be ideal here. And I truly would try and shoot for four hours. If you can't do four hours, do a two hour and a two hour. And you could also do three two hour sessions. Six hours would be so ideal because then you can have food and you can relax and you're not rushed. And it's honestly an amazing relationship building experience. It connects you, it's bonding, it's beautiful, and it's going to support you financially for the rest of the year. I don't know if you've ever tried setting up a budget before, but I've used all of them. Men, every dollar, all the things. We've used them all, literally. And this system and what I'm about to tell you is the foundational pieces for any of them. I don't care what tool you end up using, whether you come over inside of Systemize Your Life and you use that or you go with any other platform that has an app and all the fancy things. It doesn't matter. These are the things that you need. I'm about to tell you all that you need. And it's three very, very, very simple things going to take a little bit of work. But it's super simple. You don't have to overcomplicate this. So do whatever it takes to be able to get that undivided attention on this budget with each other. And when you get there, this is what it's going to look like. So let's talk about what this agenda is going to be. First of all, number one, right out of the gate, as soon as you get to the meeting, or you could even do this before you get to the meeting, you could prime this before, which depends on your relationship. But number one, I want you to write this down, is set ground rules for respect and how to handle conflict. This is huge for me and Blaine. We are both very strong-willed. We both have big opinions. We're interrupters. We've we have had to teach ourselves how to have conflict respectfully. And we learned this from many things that we did and still have to talk about this every single time we come to a meeting where we have a goal that we're trying to accomplish. And number one is to set ground rules for respect and how to handle conflict. You will know your marriage, right, better than me. And you know what you need to do You know if you need to actively listen. You know if you need to be more forward and speak up for yourself or hold back and not say so much. Like you're going to know yourself and he's going to know himself. So it's a really great idea to just start out the meeting by saying, I am going to respect the input that you have by waiting my turn to speak 
XYZ, whatever the thing is that you need to do. So that's the first thing. You got to get that out of the way. Number two, here's where the fun starts. In order to start saving money and to have this better budget where you guys are totally aligned, you need to review the last three to six months of spending in the following categories of your life. So here's what this looks like. You go into your bank and you print out the last three to six months of your bank statements. Like you can literally just generate a report and you can print it out or you can go to the bank and you can get it printed. You need to print it. You could export it, put it in a spreadsheet if you're fancy, fancier than me and know how to sort things by categories, by dates, but that gets really complicated. Your bank also may have filters, but those are not, we need to get super specific here. Those are helpful to a T. And if you are connected with every dollar or anything like that, you can go in and you can code things and you'll see your categories. It'll say gas, whatever, etc., And you'll be able to label things. But the best and easiest way to do this is to just print out the last three months. If you're like, screw that, just do one month. Even if you can just do one month, you're going to be in such a great position. The further back you can go, the more accurate data you're going to get. Most of the time, we've done somewhere between three and six months. Okay, here's the categories. I'm going to blow through these. Then you can go back and listen and you can pause. So what you're looking for is a highlighter in these specific categories. Everything that falls underneath food everything that falls under spending. You guys have to determine if eating out goes under food or if it goes under spending. It depends because for us, eating out is like an activity. It's not actual, I mean, it is food, but it's not the food that we budget for to eat. Okay. Third thing, health and fitness, anything that goes underneath that category, your gym memberships, your supplements, your protein powders, all the millions of drinky things that you buy that are not Starbucks, health and fitness. Okay. Your home, anything that you do for your home, kids, anything that you've purchased for the kids. Okay. That's specifically for your children. What kinds of things go in there? Our violin rental, the clothes that we shop for, any, they randomly needed a thing for school. It's like the hundredth day of school tomorrow or something. So now we have to dress like grandparents. I don't know who started that, but they're, I don't, that's not it. I don't like it. I said, nope. <laughs> I said, nope. I mean, my oldest daughter is literally a spirit leader and I still said no. Okay. Celebrations. This one's really fun. This one's a doozy. Christmas, you may have to go to more than your bank account. You might have to go to credit cards if you have them. Okay. Everything that is underneath a holiday or celebrations, anniversaries, every calendar holiday, anything. I want you to look at how much money you spent on celebrations for the year. You can, if you want, break it down by each. Like Christmas, we spent X amount. Easter, birthday, birthday for, you know, kid A, birthday for kid B, birthday for kid C. When I first did this, I realized I was spending like five to eight hundred dollars on a simple birthday party and I was like oh no we are not doing that ever again and it was like really eye-opening doing this doing this exercise okay everything that falls under transportation gas everything for your car if you have a car payment insurance car washes whatever you're doing there then we've got debt any debt that you have put that dollar amount that you're paying on debt 
Any money that you're putting towards savings, put that dollar amount down. Any money you're putting towards pets, unfortunately, I have this category now. Just kidding. I love my dog, but I don't like pets. Utilities. These are all of the ancillary things. Your Amazon, your iTunes, your, gosh, all the other little things. All the other little things. All the stuff, okay? Like the random charges that you have. And then giving. If you choose to put money aside that is considered giving, then you would put that dollar amount there as well. Okay, that is something that you can do all on your own beforehand if he's like, I'm not into this at all. And then you wouldn't even have to do that at your meeting. I highly suggest that you get this done beforehand. So when Blaine and I did this, we sat together and we tallied it all up because we already had our accounts separated and it was very easy. The first time we did it, I said, you take these five, I'll take these five and start highlighting. And we worked on that for a few weeks before we got to our meeting. Now, if you're not super into it and he's like nerding out over it, he can do it. Divide this up however you want. This is going to be the thing that truly allows you to make unbelievable necessary changes with your finances this year. It's go- this, if you just doing this exercise is going to be the most eye-opening experience of your life. So number three, what do you do with that information? From there, this is where your meeting's really going to truly kick in and the conversation over coffee or over dinner can start. With that data that you now have is decide what spending should be cut from that list How much money do you have coming in every month and how much money do you have going out and what changes need to be made? What is the budget? Determine the total amount needed to cover the spending in every single area. Now we do percentages. So we take 100% of our income and that's what my spreadsheet does. It calculates the total amount. So every single one of these categories, you just type in everything that you spend and it breaks it down by 12 months and spits out the number that you need in every single category. And if it's more than your 100% of income, then you get a cut spending or make more money, one of the two or both, right? And if you have extra, say there's $1,000 that comes in a month, you only need 800. Anybody living in 2024 knows that those numbers are not realistic, but for easy math, you have 200 left over. Great, that 200, you get to bank that wherever you want. You pay off debt with it you do whatever, right? You put it into your savings, you have extra giving, or you have extra money to put into extra accounts. So we use the percentages because it's so amazing. It's amazing. But you can also do it with a set dollar amount. We need 300 a month for this. We need 400 a month for this. XYZ, right? From there, that's when you move forward for the rest of the year doing your darndest to try and stick to those specific categories. And I think the simplicity of that and knowing, okay, this is my food card. (laughs) And I'll tell you like the most beautiful thing that I've ever heard. The other day, Bailey and I were playing pretend like restaurant. She got a new little restaurant thing, even though we have 500. It's like her favorite thing is to play pretend in her kitchen and she wanted to take it over to a grandparent's house. And I was like, okay. So we packed it up. And we were going over to visit grandparents and we're getting ready to leave. And she goes, oh, wait, mom, I need my food card. 
And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you know, the card that you use to buy your food with, it's your food card. And I was like, blessed. My daughter doesn't even have any other understanding of life other than the system that we use. And I am so proud of that, honestly. Like, that's cool. That's super cool to me because I have this little wallet that has like six or eight different slats in it. And I just pull out my food card or I pull out my transportation card when I stop to get gas or when I go buy kids clothes because they just had a major growth spurt, which I literally did this weekend. I pull out my kids card and I've been banking money on that kids card. So it's not like, oh, how much money do we have this month? Can I afford to go buy clothes? No, I know that every six months we have to go buy new clothes because my kids are growing. That's what you do. And I'm going to need about $150, somewhere around there, to buy new clothes. Fantastic. I had the money there. I didn't even have to think twice about it. That is what I want you to have. Me and my husband have that alignment. And because of that, we're able to save so much more money than we've ever been able to save. That is a beautiful place to be. It is a beautiful goal for you to have. Even if this whole thing, and let me set realistic expectations, we have been working out this for years. This does not happen overnight, but what does happen overnight is your commitment to growing together on this topic. You can absolutely move forward and make strides at understanding your spending and create better habits with what you're doing with your debit cards. And the last thing I'll say about this is one of the biggest reasons why we knew that we even needed a budget in the first place is because we were credit card cycling. We would spend money on a holiday and then we'd have to pay ourselves back. And I'm just like, this is stupid. We clearly have the money. We should be paying ourselves first and then have it available for the next Christmas or for the next holiday or for the next thing. We're just not taking that money and putting it aside little by little by little by little. It's like, yeah, we know we're going to have to go down and get an oil change every three months or however many months it is. And it's going to cost X amount of dollars. So we need to divide that by how many months we have in a year and start pulling those little magical teeny tiny amounts of money so that when it's time to go down and have these bigger purchases, the money's there. These are all concepts and principles pulled from money gurus and financial gurus like Dave Ramsey that I am not. But what I know for sure is that this system that we have created has indefinitely supported us for the last five, six, seven, eight years. The first three years of that were really rocky and we were discovering it. But for sure, for the last five years, this has been our bread and butter. And I hope that it inspires you to take action, do something different with your finances, create a new system that might just change your life and potentially even help you and your husband grow closer together. All right, friends, thanks so much for being here with me inside of this episode. And I look forward to meeting you back real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. 
Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode, tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.